It was early on a Saturday morning. I'd just stepped out of the shower when I'd found the intruder, intruders actually, standing in the area outside the bathroom, staring at me. The intruder who spoke to me was about two feet tall, six years old, with navy green eyes and shoulder-length black hair, one side bunched with a red elastic band, the other falling in waves to her shoulder. Beside her stood her male mirror image. He had shorter dark hair, but was the same height, the same age, and had the same green eyes. Both of them wore clothes that were crumpled and creased, as though they'd slept in them. They looked like a pair of street urchins, battered and worn by the February cold. But they weren't street kids, I was pretty certain of that. They were my landlord's children. I'd only just moved into this flat, and had yet to meet my landlord or his family, because they'd been away overseas when I'd arrived from Australia. Obviously, they were back. The children openly explored me with their eyes as I clutched my towel tightly around my torso. "'I'm Summer,' the girl said, confirming she was my landlord's daughter. She jerked a thumb at the boy. "'He's Jackson. We're twins.' She looked me over again. "'You're quite pretty,' she said. "'Um, thank you, I think.' I said. Summer! Jackson! A male adult voice shouted from the bottom of the stairs, near the front door of my flat, causing my heart to lurch again. What are you doing up there? The voice continued as footsteps began up the stairs. This was probably my landlord, Kyle Gadsborough, running up to join his children as they watched me with no clothes on. Before I could plan an escape, Mr. Gadsborough appeared. He was a tall man, over six foot at a guess, and slightly older than me, maybe thirty-seven, with a solid but trim body. His black hair was cropped close to his head. His eyes were as large as his children's, but brown. He had the shadow of stubble on his face, and, like his children, he was the kind of pale that looked like he was fighting off sleep. My landlord heaved a sigh and rolled his eyes at his children. I told you, he said. She's not here. He turned towards me, surprise and confusion on his face. Oh, you are here, he said. Sorry, we... His voice halted as he realised he was in the presence of a virtually naked woman, one who wasn't his wife. Uh, come on, kids, we've got to go, he said. Now and his footsteps pelted down the stairs and out the door as though the devil was on his heels. Summer turned back to me. "'We've got to go,' she said seriously, her tone adding, "'But we'll be back.' "'Okay,' I replied to both the spoken and unspoken statements. Before Jackson followed her, he stopped and threw a look at me. "'You don't fool me,' that look said." I drew back a little at its intensity. Okay, I thought, as the door clicked shut behind him. I have to get out of here, right now. Seven days ago, I was in Australia. Now I was back in Britain, back home. Seven days ago, I was living a very different life in Sydney. I had an apartment near the city centre, and I was communications officer for a large media company.
Five days ago, cramped and exhausted, I'd wandered out of Heathrow Airport and made my way to the taxi queue. No one was meeting me because few people knew I was back. My parents lived in Ghana, my sister lived in Italy, and my two brothers lived in Spain and Canada. I had all my carryable worldly goods in a backpack and two suitcases. I'd queued up for a taxi at the airport and asked for an address in Brockingham on the Kent-London borders. I knew the Gadsboroughs, my new landlords, wouldn't be there. Kyle Gadsborough had told me that his family needed to go to New York, and whilst it wasn't ideal, there was nothing either of us could do. I collected the keys from the next-door neighbour. The entrance to my flat was on the right of a white house, behind high, ornate iron gates. The back of the house opened up to a large grass courtyard, surrounded by slate-grey flagstones.